Welcome to... Hey, Great Shot. This is the Great Shot Podcast, a Cracked Rackets and Tennis Channel Podcast Network production. My name is Alex Gruskin. It's a bit of a mixed bag for me here on this Monday. On the one hand, you know, I'm incredibly disappointed that I don't get to spend my entire day watching world team tennis action. It was so great for me, for tennis fans across the globe, I'm sure as well, to get the opportunity to see our favorite players return to the court. Of course, the quality of action, spectacular as well. Players like Sophia Kennan, Taylor. Fritz, Jack Sock, Bethany Maddox, and some of the best in the business showing off their best stuff. And even beyond that, it was the sense of joy evicted from the fact that, or evoked, I should say, from the fact that World Team Tennis proved that if proper safety and health precautions are put in place if players take the responsibility to be accountable to those rules, to follow them closely, that we are going to be able to see professional tennis return during the 2020 season. And of course, with the looming three-week bubble supposed to happen in New York, Western, Southern, U.S. Open back-to-back, a world team tennis was certainly a dry run for that. And at least thus far, and again, it's only one day later, I think we can say, Uh, World Team Tennis 2020, a rousing success. And so, of course, on today's mini break podcast, we bring Mark Lucero, tennis channel contributor, pro tennis coach, a guy who was on site at the Greenbrier throughout these past three weeks, back onto the show one last time to put a bow on the season, have some fun with a little bit of an award show as well. If you want to hear more about World Team Tennis, be sure to go check out that podcast. So, you know, that's the first fold, right? Again, it's disappointing that the season is over. On the other hand, here for our GSP Ace of the Day segments brought to you by our friends at DraftKings, maybe a bit of a relief to me. I kept being tempted by that World Team Tennis Apple. It was just so fun to see all of my favorite players back on court. I wanted to get on the action. I'm still a tennis player at heart. We all are still. In fact, I was on the court this morning giving our you know, our Cracked Racket CEO, Dalton Thieneman, the business. Uh, he, Max Rothman, par- uh, Max Rothman in town this week in Indy, Parker Thieneman, myself, hitting the courts at 7.30 a.m. It was great to see. I still have that switch in me. I can, you know, I actually had to do the warm-ups. It's so funny, right, because as a player for years, your coaches are saying, hey, run those warm-up laps. Hey, do a little bit of stretching before you hit. It'll help you in the long run. It'll help you get loose, get warm. Until you're 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, you don't appreciate that at all. You don't appreciate the fact that your body does need those little routines, those little exercises to get warm. You know, certainly I'm happy to have learned that by 24 because I know my knees, my hips, they're going to be a nightmare. I've said this before. Uh, Shakira was wrong. My hips do lie. And so that's something I'm going to be looking forward to. Uh, But anyways, like I said, uh, I I suppose it's a good thing I learned that lesson early. It's a good thing we learned our lesson from the World Team Tennis season because so excited to say, right, I suppose it's a relief as World Team Tennis was kicking my ass, but so excited to say here on Cracked Rackets those words we have all been waiting to hear for probably five plus months now since Indian Wells was officially canceled. Folks, pro tennis, tour tennis, WTA events are back on the calendar. West off, you got to give me some sort of celebratory sound effect. Oh, 
how great it is to be able to open up that WTA app or whatever app you use on your phone, see that there are live matches to be played throughout the day. And of course, you know, we here at Cracked Rackets have greatly appreciated uh, the immense amount of work that have gone into planning all the exhibitions, the Match Play 120s, the U.S. Pro Series, the Battle of the Brits, the Austrian Tennis Champions, our friends, what they're doing over in Sweden and across the globe, really. We've seen so many people step up to try and fill the void left by the absence of professional tennis. Uh, But of course, there is nothing quite like seeing that ATP WTA ITA event scheduled on the calendar. And that's what we're going to be treated to this week as tennis fans as WTA International is taking place in Palermo, Italy to kick things off. You know, the field was loaded from the start of this. And of course, all of these pro tennis players, they're tennis players. This is their job, right? They want to get back in and on the act. They want to get back in the field on the court competing against their contemporaries. Uh, Unfortunately, we did see uh, both Simona Halep and Belinda Bencic pull out of this event, as did Yelena Ostapenko, a couple of others. But, I mean, you look at the field and it's just stacked. You have players, number one seed Petra Martic, right? She's a top 20 player. You've got Annette Conteve in the draw, Donna Vekic in the draw. Uh, You know, that's just the top half, by the way. You keep going through Maria Sakari, Diane. Diana Yastremska, Marketa Vandrusova. Of course, it's worth noting this Palermo event getting uh, being played in, uh, I should say, or on the red clay. And so Vandrusova, uh, the defending French Open champion from 2019, obviously a young, talented player who you'd throw on any list of up-and-coming stars uh, in the game. We're going to see her back in action. But folks, that just means there's a ton of action for us to get in on. And of course, if you do want to get in on the action yourself, because who doesn't? I say this every day here on Ace of the Day, but we're all still tennis players at heart, right? We all still feel that competitive spirit, and of course, there's nothing like that adrenaline rush as you are watching these matches to feel like you have an added stake, an added vested interest in the match. Plus, we know here at Cracked Rackets, we have the most well-educated, the best-informed fans in the business, so let's all take advantage of that fact, and we can do so by turning to our friends at DraftKings, and in case you aren't already getting in on the action. Here's how it works. Create your DraftKings Sportsbook account and make a deposit. DraftKings will match your first deposit at 20% up to $500. From there, you're going to make your first bet, and DraftKings will also match that with a risk-free first bet up to $500. And folks, just a quick update. The matches I had given as Friday's ace of the day were canceled, so we are still sticking at where we were last week. We are down 80-50 overall in this exercise. By the way, that's not 8000 500, although I suppose if you play at that sort of scale, it might be, uh, but it's $80.50 we are down thus far, but we're ready to work our way back. Again, we worked out all of the kinks as we get ready for sanctioned ATP WTA ITF events. For all of you who want to get in on the action, take advantage of that risk-free first bet, take advantage of DraftKings matching that your deposit, just go to dkng.co slash great shot to play. That's dkng.co slash great shot. Uh, you must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey, Indiana, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, or Iowa. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500, minimum $5 deposit. Uh, offer not 
valid for users physically located in New Hampshire. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for more details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-BET-OFF in Iowa. And again, to get in on the action, DKNG.co slash great shot. Now, with that being said, again, here on Ace of the Day, we want to keep these on the shorter side. 10 to 15 minutes. Sometimes I drift longer than folks. If if you're not used to that by that point on these Cracked Rackets podcasts, I'm sure that's not news to any of you. Uh, but I do have action to get in on. And of course, we are going to focus on what is going on in Palermo. There are a couple of exhibition events who we probably should give a shout out to if you're still trying to get in on the U.S. Pro Tennis Series. I believe two men's matches today, two women's matches as well. Of course, there's doubles being played in Palermo also. Uh, but let's stick with Palermo. And again, it's going to be so great to see so many top pros back in action because this field is truly loaded. You look at the ITA race to Shenzhen, and again, there were only two months played, right? But in terms of their form through 2020 in and some of the players in the field here, you know, uh, Katerina Alexandrova was number 10 uh, in the race to Shenzhen. She had already won a title this season, the 25-year-old Russian, really finding her best form during the early portions of this year. Of course, Annette Conteve, Maria Sakari, both in the draw. They're number 12 and 13 in the race. Diana Yastremska, number 18. And so, you know, right off the bat, you have four of the players who are in the top 20. Of course, Petra Martic, still outstanding as well. Don of Vekic, both top 50 uh, in the race, again, only through two months. So you take that with a grain of salt. The point being, this is a loaded field. And I brought this point up on Twitter today. I think this is going to hold true. Throughout all of these exhibitions, throughout all of these world team tennis type events, if you've watched the tennis, and we were fortunate enough to be in person in Miami and Nicholasville for a couple of events, it's quite clear these players uh, have continued to train. And to be a modern athlete, right, it's a 365-day-a-year day uh, day commitment. You're constantly working out. You're constantly training on the court, constantly stay, staying in shape, not only to meet the demands of the game, but to ensure that you're not accused of being out of shape or accused of taking your job, you know, being laxed in your attitude on social media, which is a real thing. These players face real social media pressures. Just listen to the interviews we've done with them. So I expect the level of tennis, if anything, to be maybe even better uh, than where we left it off back at the end of February in early March. And you talk about some of these players who, again, showed such outstanding form. Maria Sakari is someone you have to have circled as a threat here, I believe. Sakari, the 25-year-old out of Greece, you know, she's hitting her prime. She's playing her best tennis. Uh, you look at what she's accomplished this year thus far for Maria Sakari. It's been a successful year uh, by any metric you want to pull. And you look at her more recent events, you know, for Sakari. What did she do this year? I'm sure you're asking yourself, and again, it's so limited, right? Uh, so in terms of that, you, you take it all with a grain of salt, but she was 9-6 and six on the year. Yeah, all of those came on hard courts, but you look again, overall, her activity, where she was, she made third round in uh, Qatar and Doha before losing to Sabalenka, lost to Sabalenka in three in Dubai, a semifinal loss to Rybakena, a fourth round loss to Kvitova in three sets, a three-set loss to Donna Vekic in Adelaide. 
Adelaide. She showed spectacular form early in the season. She's a minus two sixty, uh, minus three fifty. No, 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 minus. I was right, two seventy five favorite against Christina Pliskova today. And most importantly, again, this Palermo match being on red clay. You look in their careers. Maria Sakari, one hundred and fifty and ninety three. Her best win percentage on any surface in her career has come on the clay, a sixty two percent win percentage. You look for Christina Pliskova. She's a hundred twenty three and one fourteen. 52% on clay. And yeah, the lefty's got a lot of skills. Of course, she strikes the ball uh, quite well. All Pliskova's do. But I think you can make a convincing case for Sakari to just hit her off the court. And it's quite clear you see Sakari practice sessions or just how she looks heading into this week. I don't think she's going to miss a beat. I think she's taken her training very seriously. I think she's ready to make the breakthrough that her talent uh, is certainly capable of allowing her to do so. I think she's a lock today. The problem is, minus 315 odds, you're going to have to bet a lot of money to get a decent return out of that. Or minus 275, I keep doing that. Excuse me, odds. Uh, So who can I parlay her with, of course, is always the question I'm asking myself. I see Annette Conteve, someone who's in a very similar position to Maria Sakari in terms of where she's at in her career. Conteve, 24 and a half. She was number 12 in the race to Shenzhen when the year ended. You look for her in the rankings right now for uh, Annette Conteve, number 22. She was a quarterfinalist this year uh, when she uh, at the Australian Open. Uh, in today's match, she's got, a, I think, a very winnable matchup today as she takes on Patricia Teague. And again, you look between the two of them, Teague uh, and, uh, excuse me, Teague and Conteve. I don't believe they have ever played before. Uh, and in fact, I have this in front of me. Excuse me. They have played twice before. They are one and one in their careers. Both of those matches coming on a hard court. And look, for Patricia Teague, 174 and 83, 68% win percentage on clay in her career. That's really outstanding. You know who else is outstanding? Annette Conteve, 81 and 38 on the clay 68% win percentage. More importantly, if you were watching Conteve earlier in this season, you just saw the way the ball was exploding off of her racket. And it makes sense 24, 25 years old that she's starting to play her best tennis right now. Now, Patricia Teague, by the way, at 26, outstandingly talented as well. But I just think Conteve is going to hit her off the court. She's going to play too big. So I've got two people now. Conteve, Sakari. Conteve, by the way, minus 360 over Teague. Again, not the greatest of odds. That's where Petra Martic comes in. Petra Martic minus 315 favorite over Ali Van Utvenik. You look in their career, they've played once. Martic beat her on a hardcore 2018 Australian Open. Martic right now number 15 in the word Van Utvenik for uh, 57. You look for Petra Martic. Her best surface has also been clay. 142-79 in her career for Ali Van Utvenik. She's been solid on the dirt. 86 and 57. I just love the way Petra Martic moves the ball around the court. I think she's particularly well-suited to play Ali Van Utvenik, who could serve her way to a victory, right? Could serve her way into playing her best tennis, and certainly Ali Van Utvenik was playing some outstanding tennis over these past 16, 18 months. Of a Petra Martic at age 29, I, you know, again, on this surface, uh, I like her to win minus 315 over Ali Van Utvenik. You parlay the three of them together, Martic, Conteve, Sakari, plus 131 odds, a $40 wager leads you 
lends you 42.59 in return. And again, that's a strategy I think you're going to see from me frequently here. It's probably why I'm going to get burned so often. Uh, but I like to pick the favorites. I like to pick, take people I think are going to win the matches. Over unders, not the most appealing for me. You know, game spreads, that sorts of things. I see three winners. I pick them, and then I want to parlay them together to get the best odds. So plus one thirty one forty dollar wager on Conteve, Martich, and Maria Sakari. $42.59 in return for that $40 wager. That is my ace of the day. Quick thing to add on to that in case you want to get particularly frisky. Marchich, Conteve, Sakari. You have those three. If you just think you can pick the winners, you want to go across the board. The people I was most confident in winning today. Martich, Conteve, Sakari for all the reasons I explained. Ekaterina Alexandrova, who was number 10 in the race to Shenzhen through the first two months and a week of the 2020 season, had already won a WTA title, had already picked up, I think, three or four outstanding wins. She's taking on Kiki Mladenovic, and again, the fact that the matchup's on clay, give me Alexandrova in that one, minus 112 odds. Diana Yastremska taking on Cerebes Tormo. Cerebes Tormo playing really well uh, down the home stretch, I believe, if memory serves me correctly. Uh, she ended up winning an event right before quarantine kicked in, uh, but, you know, that speaks to, again, for Cerebes Tormo, uh, the sort of talent that she is. And in fact, I'm looking now at her ITF page. You look at her career activity. Indeed, she did win. Oh, she did not win an event. What was I looking at? I don't know. But she did play in Monterey, where she lost in three sets to Bondarenko. Uh, but Cerebus, Sarah Cerebus Tormo in her career, I believe she's got something like 290 wins. Yeah, 296 wins in her career. 200 of them have come on clay. So that's a risky one against Yastremska, but obviously Yastremska, another up-and-coming star. So Martich, Conteve, Sakari, Alexandrova, Yastremska, you already would get about plus 530 odds on those five. That's tasty. You throw in Keegan Smith, who's playing the U.S. Pro Series event today against Joshua Ortlip, a main name that might be similar, familiar to you. Keegan Smith minus 186 over Ortlip. You parlay all six of them together, plus 936 odds. And uh, how do I not throw $5 on that, right? That is just so delicious in theory. Of course, that's where you know you start to lose out on the days you win when you make those stupid sorts of bets. I'm going to say I'm not going to throw anything on it, but if it hits, I'm giving myself the bonus of a $5 wager on it because Martich, Conteve, Sakari, Alexandrova, Yastremska, Smith parlayed. It does feel possible for happening. But my ace of the day to recap, I'm going to take Petra Martich over Ali Van Utvenik, Annette Conteve over Patricia Teague, Maria Sakari over Christina Pliskova. Parlay those three together. You get plus 131 odds. I'm going with a $40 wager to get 42 in return. Shout out, as always, to the super producer, Daniel Westoff, for the f*** of an editing job he does day in, day out. And remember, if you want to get on the action, just go to dkng.co slash great shot. Again, dkng.co slash great shot. Shout out, as always, to our friends at DraftKings for their support in doing these Ace of the Day segments, which are such a blast. And by the way, get ready to see them on video, folks. Turn to that YouTube channel. Just go subscribe now. So you don't miss any of our incredible content. And of course, if you have, be sure to turn to our website, Cracker 
DraftKingsBrackets.com. But for our super producer, Daniel Westoff, our friends at DraftKings, and all of us here at both Crack Brackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You know what we say, folks. Hey, great shot. We'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.